Welcome to Valley Creek. We are a movement of hope for the city and beyond, and we're so glad you're listening to our podcast today. Whatever platform you're on, hit the subscribe or follow button so you get notified each week when a new message releases. Also, check out Valley Creek Plus for the latest resources to help you as you follow Jesus. And we'd love to stay connected with you. You can find us on your favorite social media platform or on valleycreek.org. Now let's join with all our campuses as we jump into our message today.
It does rain. He is worthy. He's worthy of worship. And so we just lift up the name of Jesus today. Welcome to Valley Creek. My name is Jason. I get to serve as the campus pastor here. And if this is your first time with us, I'm really glad that you came today. We're really glad to have you with us. Uh, Valley Creek is a Jesus-focused, spirit-filled, and life-giving church. I'm believing by faith you're going to experience all three of those things today. And so I want to direct your attention to the seat back right in front of you. There's a QR code there. If you scan that, we'd love to learn a little bit about you and your family and say hello to you. Maybe even after service at the Green Towers outside. If you come and say hi to yourself, hi to yourself. Come and say hi to us. We'd love to introduce ourselves to you and just learn a little bit about your story and who you are. And uh, you came on a special day today because it is Live Thanks Weekend. So once a year, we get a chance to just really practice gratitude. You see, God's been speaking to us a lot about practicing our faith. And And one of the ways we can do that is by practicing gratitude. And so what a great time to do that right around Thanksgiving. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving with your family and enjoyed all of it together. This is how we do Thanksgiving as a church family. You've been part of some today. So so live thanks. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead you through the service and we're going to have some worship. We're going to declare some scripture over each other. We're going to get a chance to talk about gratitude, to uh, experience and express gratitude. We're even going to take communion at the end. And so all kinds of different ways we're going to engage this time. But really what we want to do is we want to start by declaring some scripture out all together. We got four scriptures on gratitude. We want to speak out all together. I'm going to lead you through that. But there's something powerful when we raise our voice together and declare the word of God and believe what he says over our lives. And so what if we did this? What if we just speak this out together, starting with this first verse? Here we go. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. God, we give thanks to you. We praise your name. Thanksgiving is truly like the vehicle that we just go right into the throne room of God. And so that's what we do. We declare these words with thanksgiving to God. So here's the next one. Praise the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. How many people believe that? God, you're good. Your love endures forever. It goes on and on. Thank you for your love. We give thanks to you. Here's the next one. I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. Come on, the Lord has done so many good things. His deeds are so wonderful. Thank you, God, for your goodness to us, your wonderful deeds in our life. All right, here's the last one. I want to encourage you, full voice. Let's go for it. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. Give thanks in all circumstances. Everything, God. We give thanks to you. Oh, 
as the Lord, abounding in love, filled with compassion, faithful to you and to generations of your family. So thank you, God, for your goodness to us. We just choose to worship you. You're worthy of our gratitude and our praise, and we love you, Jesus. In your name, amen. All right, go ahead and find your seats for me. So one of our values, one of the things we, we value very highly at Valley Creek is that we live with a spirit of gratitude. Gratitude, what is that? Well, that's the normal response to God's grace in our life. Like normal response, not like a, not a one time a year during a holiday response, the normal response to God's goodness and to realizing how he's been so good to me and what he's done for me. And gratitude is just what pours out from that. So the normal response to God's grace, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a, a big part of who we are because living with the spirit of gratitude isn't just about a day, it's about a lifestyle. It's not about a holiday, it's about an all the time reality being like, I'm surrounded by the grace of God and he's so good to me and he's so kind and he does abound in love and he has compassion, he's faithful through generations of my life and my family. So we're so thankful that we get to experience the gratitude um, towards God today as a people. And, and it's important because uh, gratitude is part of how God wants us to live. And it's really part of how he wants the entire world to exist and to function. Check this out in Romans chapter one. They knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they begin to think of foolish ideas of what God was like as a result. Their minds became dark and confused. There's another, um, that's an amazing verse, by the way. There's another version of that that says their thinking became futile. Have you ever had a time in your life when you're like, man, my mind just feels like I can't get it together. Like I can't, I can't figure it out. My words are all jumbled. I just can't, like I'm, I'm in a fog all the time. I think it's interesting that we often, uh, we often blame that on our calendars and our schedule and the things that are kind of going on around us more then we blame it on a lack of worship and a lack of gratitude. So like an external factor of like, oh, this, this is happening to me. My mind is getting all, you know, all, all confused, chaotic versus I, I probably am not having an opportunity just to just focus on worship and gratitude in my life. And I think we see a lot of that in the world and scientists are, are just starting to now understand how much gratitude releases like clear mindedness. We've always known the gratitude was important to like physical health. Uh, but there's a ton of studies that are coming. I got to read one just recently about how gratitude actually will release uh, the hormones in your mind in a way that'll cause, it'll almost be like, like grease on the cogs of a wheel. And so in order for the cogs to work, in order for the, for the machine of your mind to, to really uh, work with clarity and with thought, gratitude actually greases that for you. It, it helps it run together well. And I think that's important because when you have uh, more gratitude, you have more um, more ability to think, to cognate, and you just, you have more wisdom. Not only are you smarter, you're just, you're wise. Uh, able to adapt, able to be flexible, more capacity, more potential. It's almost like gratitude is really good for us, and we're just learning that and figuring out what the Bible's known all along. Which is when we don't worship God or give Him thanks, our minds become dark, our thinking becomes foolish and confused. And so it's God's goodness to us to be aware of him and to be grateful for his goodness. It's one of the main reasons that God tells us to give thanks with a grateful heart. 
um, recognizing his goodness in our life. And God is so good to us that he actually wants us to give thanks to him so it will help us. So God's so good to us, he wants us to give him thanks so it can help us, so our minds become clear, our thinking uh, can align itself with the kingdom of heaven. That's just what his goodness is like. The word gratitude is actually derived from the Latin word gratia. This is pretty cool. So gratia is a word in Latin that means grace. So our word for gratitude comes from an original word for grace, and that makes a lot of sense because grace is what we have to be so thankful for. Uh, grace is really God's undeserved favor and his supernatural empowerment in every area of our life. His undeserved favor and his supernatural empowerment. His undeserved favor is the internal part of it. It comes to us, the favor of God into our life. The supernatural empowerment is the external part, what, what shows to other people, how it goes out to others. So then gratitude has really a couple components. It's got an internal reality and it's got an external reality. The internal reality starts with a humility in my heart. A humility in my heart that says, uh, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who dwell in it. That is, I didn't get here on my own. It's God that got me here. I have a humble enough heart to receive it and say, thank you God that that came from you. Thank you that everything I have comes from you. You are the provider of every good thing in my life. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. It comes from the Father. And so a humble heart, the internal reality of a humble heart says, yeah, I just, I didn't do this. God did. My life, what I have, my family, any part of health that I have, it all comes from him. But it takes a humble heart to be able to recognize that. A heart that says, it wasn't on me, it was on him. It's acknowledging him. It's acknowledging him as deserving and worthy of our gratitude. It's also a posture of our mind, heart and mind. That is, gratitude is a posture of thinking grateful thoughts. This says live thanks. It could just as quickly say think thanks, which is a lot more fun to say. Think thanks. Because think thanks is how we should be, uh, all of our thoughts should be able to just um, take over in our minds and say, man, I just have a lot to be grateful for. I'm thankful for, and then dot, 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 and be able to fill that in, in our thoughts. Part of how we live it is that we think it, a posture of our minds. Humble heart, a posture of our minds, and then an expression. You see, it's important that gratitude is intentionally expressed both to God and to others. Uh, intentionally expressed, until I express my gratitude, I'm thankful for, or I think it, or I speak it to God, or I speak it to someone else. Until I express it in that way, it's only a thought. Until I actually take time to uh, consider it, to dwell on it, to, to say thank you to God for it, I'm just, I'm having a nice thought about some nice things. It's gratitude when it becomes expressed. Psalm 107 has a verse that says, give thanks to the Lord for he's good. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. That's a great way to think about expressing it. I give thanks because God is good. And so we wanna take a moment right now to actually practice a spirit of gratitude, to actually practice giving thanks. A humble heart, a posture of the mind, an expression of gratitude. When you came in, you got a card. Go ahead and take that and grab a pen. It looks like this. Go and pull out that card and grab a pen. Because we want to take a little bit of time right now to do exactly that. We want to express our gratitude. On the back of this, there's 10 spaces. And so I'm going to give you five minutes 
to begin to uh, consider and write down just 10 things you're thankful for. Um, sometimes it's harder than you think that it is because we spend so little time dwelling on such things. So little time letting our minds go to all the things that are instead of all the things that are not. So little time thinking about what we have instead of what we don't have. And so it's important to go through an exercise like this. So 10 minutes to begin to write down just 10 things you're thankful for. If it's difficult to start, just start with the simple things. I woke up today. Um, I got to come to church. I have provision. I, I ate meals this week. And then let that move your mind into deeper and deeper areas of gratitude for what God has done in your life and for who he's been to you. A humble heart, a posture of the mind, and an expression of gratitude. Five minutes, may we begin to write down what we're thankful for.
Okay. So that was 10 of what could be about 10,000. It's uh, For some of you, I bet that was really, uh, really easy and you're thinking, I need a bigger card. And for others, it might have stretched, stretched a little bit. Um, man, I'd encourage you, uh, the more that we do that, uh, the easier it is to do. The more that we practice it, the more that you can um, take it on kind of with every every thought uh, be- begins to be a thought of gratitude. Every moment begins to be expressed in, in gratitude. And so we're really just practicing our faith today by saying we're going uh, to do something here together uh, like you can do all the time. I- I'd encourage you to make use of this exact thing like on a weekly basis. Take time, write it down, speak to the Lord about it. Let um, all the things you have to be thankful for uh, begin to cover over and take over the things that you're not. All the things that you have to be thankful for begin to to be a louder voice in your heart and your mind than the things that you feel like you're missing or haven't happened. So um, the next thing we want to do is we want to take communion together. So I'm going to invite our teams to come forward because communion is one of the very best ways to let gratitude build in our hearts. Humble hearts, a posture of the mind and an expression of our thankfulness to God. Communion is for anybody who's put their faith in Jesus. And so if that's you, you are welcome to take communion here at Valley Creek. We'd love to uh, experience that with you because communion reminds us of all that we have to be thankful for. All that we have in Jesus to be thankful for. It represents his finished work, uh, what he's done and what he continues to do. Uh, What he's done when he finish the work in his death, burial, and resurrection, what he continues to do as we take communion and he reminds us of fresh grace today. I was rereading in Luke chapter 22 where Jesus took communion with his disciples and I was really struck this time because I read something I hadn't remembered uh, reading before. When he takes communion with his disciples, one of the things he says is, when I take this cup, I will not take it again until... Uh, I enter the kingdom. He says, I will not take it again until I enter the kingdom. That is, I won't drink of the cup again. But what he didn't say is, you won't do it until you enter the kingdom. He said, I will. Because he knew it was about to happen in the next 24 hours, that he'd be taken by Roman authorities and he'd be hung on a cross until he was dead, buried, and then he'd rise again in three days. But he didn't say, you won't take it again because from the time that Jesus uh, put the kingdom on earth as it is in heaven, from the time that the, the curtain of the temple was torn in two, the kingdom opened up and it's never been closed again. The kingdom was available and it's still available. The kingdom was a reality and, it's, and, it's, and it still is a reality right now today as we choose to take communion together. So for Jesus, that was his last time on earth to take it. For this, this is one of many times that we get to um, remember what Jesus has done with a heart of gratitude. And I'm so thankful for that. As we were uh, writing on the cards and even as I prepared to talk with you guys today, I, I do sense um, that there's some places in your heart that are hurting. And I know this time of year, there's some places that represent loss of a family member or of memories or of expectations. I'm gonna believe by faith 
that as we get ready to take communion right now, that the, the healing power of Jesus is going to come and heal some of those places that feel um, embittered and broken and hurting. Uh, and maybe you just feel a little lost right now. May you be found in Jesus' name. Maybe your heart feels a little, um, a little sore and it's really hard to write down 10 things. May you be filled with fresh grace in Jesus' name. Maybe it's been a really hard uh, start to the holiday season because of who's not here and how it's not, how it doesn't look. May you be reminded of what Jesus did and the power of his finished work in Jesus' name. So on the night he was betrayed, Jesus took the bread and he said, this is like uh, my body. It's going to be broken for you. I'm going to be broken so that you can be made whole. Right before he did it, he gave thanks to his Father in heaven. And then he broke it. And he reminded of his disciples, he reminded his disciples of what he was about to do. And he said, every time you eat of it, may you remember what I've done for you. Let's take the bread together. In the same way he took the cup, he said, this is a cup of a new agreement between God and mankind. No longer is it going to be based on what you can do or can't do who you think you are, who you think you're not. It's about what, I, what I'm going to do, who I am, the work that I've finished, what I'm going to do for the forgiveness of your sins and to usher in a new reality of the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. So every time you take up this cup, remember my blood, the sacrifice made, and how I'm making all things new. Let's take it together. So thank you, Jesus for your goodness to us, for a chance to even remember you and be reminded of all that we have to be grateful for. We're so grateful. We're so grateful, God. I'm so grateful. Thank you, Jesus, that every time we take communion, it's fresh grace in our life. So because of fresh grace, we can have fresh gratitude. Because of fresh grace, we can have a fresh thankfulness in our hearts and our minds. So that's what we do right now. We're filled with the gratitude towards you and what you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So here's what we're going to do now. This is going to be kind of fun. We're going to take one more step. In just a moment, I'm going to invite you to stand. I'm going to invite you to take your card and bring it right down here to the platform and set it on the platform as a sign of sacrifice, as a, sign, a symbol of gratitude, as a moment with Jesus, a kingdom moment with Jesus to come on down front Set it right here as an expression of all that you had to be thankful for. You can come with your family. You can come on your own, whatever you want to do. But I invite you to stand up as the worship team leads us in this final song and begin to display all that we have to be thankful for. Jesus, we're so grateful. Jesus, you're so good. And Jesus, we express that gratitude to you right now.
So thank you, Jesus. Um, that is, uh, that, that's, a great, that's a great way to end it right there. It's like nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's it. That's all you got. That, that He's covered. He's done it all. Finished it all. Made it happen. And so we're so grateful for him. If you're, if you're bringing cards, don't stop doing that. Come on up. No problem. We want you to have a chance to have that moment. You can even spend some time praying over it if you'd like to. But man, great job, you guys. That's, that's, it's that. It's that expression of gratitude. It's actually saying, like, I'm going to get from here to, to here, writing it down to here, to laying it down at the feet of Jesus. I'm really proud of you guys for engaging that. I want to remind you that we've been in a series called the Someone Else Challenge. And part of what we've been doing is we've been taking a challenge every single week to kind of get outside of ourselves into the lives of someone else. This last week, the challenge was to show gratitude to someone, actually speak gratitude to someone else. Well, I want to encourage you that we are going to get a chance to do the exact same thing, but not to someone, thus someone you already did it to, to someone else. You see what I did there? So the same challenges this week to express gratitude to the someone else in your life. Now, this is important. It's somebody that's in your path. It's somebody you have a connection to throughout the day. It's somebody you don't normally interact with. That is somebody that truly you can just tell them thank you for. You did a great job today. You've been so joyful. You are always here. You, you, you do your job with a heart of passion. The kinds of things you could say to someone that would really be meaningful for them. So take that, take that challenge this week, someone else than the one you did this last week, and express gratitude to them. Okay, two quick announcements. One is that we're going to have Join the Movement one week from today. I want to encourage you. If you've not done Join the Movement yet, we want you. Okay, we want you because we want anybody that says Valley Creek is my church and hasn't yet come to join the movement, we would love to have you in there. We have lots of space still in that class. I'm going to be personally in there. I'd love to have you in there with me to, uh, to get to know you, to spend some time talking with you. So you can register for that online at valleycreek.org next week, 1230, uh, right after services. Also, we have a young adult gathering happen on Tuesday. So if you're part of our young adult family here at Valley Creek, don't miss a chance to go to the Denton campus Tuesday at 7 p.m. Denton Campus, Tuesday at 7 p.m. All the young adults from all of our campuses uh, are gathered there for a time of worship, uh, fellowship, and some amazing uh, message that will come through for you guys. I want to encourage you, we're way more of a young adult church than you think that we are. And so go there, see how many are across the campuses, how many people are part of what's happening at Valley Creek. Uh, if you want prayer for anything right after services, we'd love to pray with you. This is a great platform to do it on. It's got the gratitude of our whole church sitting here. So come on down, let somebody pray with you and for you. If you want to give, giving's just a response to all the good things that God's done in our life and all the gratitude we have for him and towards him. So you give it the boxes as you go or online at valleycreek.org. But as you go today, if you know it, say it with me. Go knowing that God is good that Jesus has forgiven me, that I am loved, and that everything is possible. May you go with the grace of God. Happy Thanksgiving.